this is coffee number five. I'm your host, Lara Schmoisman. Thank you so much, Jennifer, for joining us today. It's such a pleasure. I know you for a while now. I've seen your blog growing and growing and growing, and I'm just stunned. And I'm proud of you as a mom, as a woman, as an entrepreneur. I should think that what you're doing is mind-blowing, but I want to know how you started with all this idea and how, I mean, tell us a little more about you. How I know you're a teacher also, so... I'll let you tell your story a little bit. Sure. So I am, uh, I started my blog when I moved from New York City to Spokane as being a military spouse. Uh, that was the first time I've ever like moved away from like, family and friends, you know, outside of going to college. So I uh, wanted to find a way that I could connect with other people since I didn't know anyone on this side of the country. And uh, so I kind of was reaching out to like different communities on Facebook and Instagram trying to figure out like, how to make friends <laughs> mm -hmm. since I wasn't from this area. Uh, I also am a full-time teacher. So I was looking at trying to make friends by, you know, through my job, because that's pretty much how I know how to make friends is through uh, working. And it was a little bit more difficult because since I wasn't from here, people were a little bit more hesitant to friend an outsider from that wasn't from Spokane. So I had to be really like in their face and try to be like, let's hang out. Let's do this. Let's do that. Or like walk into their classrooms and be like, hey, I'm new. Let's be friends. And <laughs> that was super difficult for me. I'm not really like that type of outgoing, but I had to be in that point. So, you know, while I was pursuing friendships, like in real life, I was still trying to like make friends like online. So I actually had people to still talk to, you know, besides some of my friends from New York. Um, so that's when I took over my blogging is that, uh, you know, joining Facebook communities and different Facebook groups and trying to make friends that way. And it, it really actually did work. Um, I joined a lot of mom groups and saw that there was a huge need for learning lots of things about being a mom. Because first of all, I didn't know anything about being a mom. I was just, you know, it just happened. And now I'm a mom and I had to like, you know, make, make up for it and figure out like what I'm doing. So I realized that other people have no idea what they're doing either. So, you know, together as a community is like how we learn to be moms. So, you know, there's no like manual for it. So oh, I wish there was one. I know. It would be so much easier then. But reading blogs is really like how you be a mom because you don't know the answer and you don't always want to call your doctor like 24-7. So I have a question for you. With this... Um, people you met online, first of all, how do you deal with those advices? Because sometimes there's so much and sometimes we need to be so careful of the information that we find online. I have like a horrible experience with that. So I really try not to get anything medical online, but right. at the same time, <laughs> um, I do work with a lot of doctors and I know that, that the, the information that we put in out there for them is really good information. Mm -hmm. How do you choose what information is is valid or not that's so hard because you know if you're in a mom group and you put out advice you know you want advice and or you have like your child has like dots on their face and you're like what is this what does this mean and it could be like you know so many people could say it's chicken pox or it's like a deadly disease <laughs> you know you just don't ever know like what is the actual truth so i'm i mean I would say that when you're asking for advice, you're looking for advice online. You know, you can do your own research, but um, you're not a doctor <laughs> and Google is not your, 
you know, your health care provider. So like, you know, even for yourself, when you're just Googling stuff, like what's, what's wrong with my eye or like, why do I have a headache? You know, there's like 5,000 things that it could be. So you kind of have to take that with like a grain of salt and say, you know, you take like pieces of it and say, okay, well, this would work for me. Cause not everything works for every mom out there. I mean, you know, people could say, well, you should be putting your kid to sleep at six o'clock. It's like, well, that doesn't work for me because I, I don't get home till six o'clock or like, you know, if I put my kids to sleep at six, then they'll never see their dad because their dad is working. So it's like, you know, you have to take some of the advice that people say and, and cater it towards yourself because not everything is going to be working for you, especially health related things. Like people might say like, you know, you shouldn't give a bath to your baby when they're first born, or you shouldn't do this or you shouldn't do that. Or, you know, it's like, you should consult your doctor first and ask like, you know, I found this, I found this. And I think this could work and then they can kind of talk you through with it, but it's good to have other moms to talk about it with. So you kind of know your options, but always know that like mom from Kentucky on Facebook is not like a doctor. So, you know, uh, do you make any real friendships online? Do you feel like that's possible? Oh, absolutely. So I have a few um, friends from different Facebook groups. We actually have combined together to, we're working on creating like a, we, we bought a Facebook um, group and we are using it to like um, help just kind of run like, you know, other people's blogs and giving advice. And we're like, we bought like a website that we're going to work on together and, you know, some Instagram groups we're kind of working on together. So, and I don't, I've never met them in person, but we've met through other Facebook groups and combined together to like use whatever skills that we have to, help other people create their own blog and stuff. So, uh, you know, we've, so I've met those people from the different blogging groups that I've been in and just have seen them constantly. So the blogging world is big, but it's also really small. So there's some people that I've seen consistently through Facebook, through Instagram, through Pinterest that I'm like, Oh, you know, I know that person. And I mean, I don't actually know them, but I know them enough to be like, Oh, Julie from California. Like I'm, she's my friend. <laughs> like she's my blogging friend. So I don't know. So did you ever see their face? Like we're seeing each other. Do you have conversations on the phone? Uh, so the ones that I, that we've started the business with. So we do a lot of um, FaceTiming together to talk about, like to get together, to talk about different uh, things that we want for our group. Um, other ones that I, you know, we kind of just like direct message through like Instagram or through Facebook and like, you know, talk about like different things. And we're all most of them are moms. So we talk about, you know, our kids and like some of them are military spouses. So we talk about like, you know, they're moving and um, stuff like that. So let me ask you a question because we talk about all the motherhood part that I get it. I've been there. I still look for things like everyone else who's a mother, but at some point of motherhood, you also rediscover that you're a person. and I know that your blog community offers a lot more than just being a mom and motherhood tips so how do you see you see the same people going into this um these other parts how do you feel that moms get to that point and the woman because I'm in marketing and everyone in marketing is uh how you sell yourself you Mm -hmm. sell not what you do, why you do it. So being a mom is part of who we are. It's just not that part. But somehow it becomes the whole sometimes. Mm-hmm. 
So how you separate that and how you, you suggest other people, other moms, new moms to separate the part of the person their mother persona to the worker persona to the career persona it's like we have all these different parts how do you do can you give them some tips some suggestions what would you how did you do it uh i would say that it takes a lot of um i don't know so it's you know it's really time management sometimes things will overlap and there's no way to avoid that like your kid is sick and you can't go to work and that's and that is what it is um, you know, if, especially if, if you don't have family around, like I don't have family around. So that will take, you know, some of my time of being a working mom and I just have to do it. Um, but, you know, you're trying, the most important thing is that I found is that being able to schedule out my life, you know, it's, there's no real like spontaneity anymore. Like, you know, I can't just be like, oh, let me just uh, go get my hair done today. Cause you know, then I have to find a babysitter. I need to uh, figure out what I'm going to do with my daughter or who's going to pick her up from school. Cause I can't just go from work, you know, someone has to pick her up from school. So I found that being able to be my own person helped because I was using a schedule. So that way I could schedule in to go. If I wanted to go get my nails done, I can schedule that in. So that way I don't have to feel like, Oh, I feel guilty because I'm not picking up my daughter early from daycare. Uh, you know, so that took away sometimes you do feel guilty because you're like, well, I'm just getting my nails on. Why don't I just go pick up my daughter and spend more time with her? But at the same time, you're like, you know, there's no other time for you to do this. And then you just won't get done. And then you're just not taking care of yourself. So, um, or going to the gym. So sometimes that can get be put completely off because you're like, oh, well, you know, I have to go there. I need to do this. I need to go to parent teacher conferences or I need to go shopping or for food for our family. And then you just, you don't get to use that aspect of that. You're still your own person too, along with being a mom and being a working mom. And so I would say using a schedule is really, really important. And um, that's, and that's how you found also blogging as something that you did for you or yeah, absolutely. That's like my, my uh, creative outlet. Now, I'm not very creative, like outside of like, like drawing and, and things like that. I don't have that type of creativity, but writing I, is my hobby and it's, uh, you know, something I enjoy and like to do. You know, I do, I am usually blogging when my daughter goes to sleep, um, or, you know, in the times when she's playing or, or working on her own, that's when I'm blogging. And, um, I found that it's really helped me meet other people be able to, you know, find my own business on the side. And, you know, I have extra money from it, from my blog to be able to do things that I want to do. Like if I feel like I want to buy a stitch fix box with clothes for my job, then I can, because I, you know, I, I worked on this big campaign the other week. So, um, being able to do things like that, or if I wanted to, you know, go somewhere and do something, you know, I feel like, you know, that's something that I've earned from being able to, uh, from starting my own business on the side. So, so let's find the, talk about inspiration. You sit down and you have already the ideas of what you're going to be blogging about, or you sit down and say, okay, let's search the web and see what comes to me. Uh, <clears throat> so sometimes for inspiration, I will, I, a lot of it is coming from campaigns that I've been working on. Uh, some of it is based off of the month. So sometimes each month has a specific 
theme that um, is going on. Like next month is a big military month for Veterans Day. So, you know, I might have more content on, on veterans and military spouses that month than maybe like December. You know, this is a big quarter going in as a blogger and online marketing. Um, it's because it's the fourth quarter, it's Christmas and holidays and Thanksgiving. So, you know, this quarter is really easy to find a lot of topics, but then come like January, February, what do I write about? Uh, you know, so I kind of, you know, Googling, doing some research, like looking in different moms groups, seeing what other people are writing about, you know, Pinterest is really good for finding topics. They have like a big, um, PDF that has like each month, they give you specific keywords that you can use. And that's what people have been um, searching for on Pinterest. So, you know, that's a really good way to find the topics that you want to write about per month and also things that you're passionate about. So, uh, you know, if you're really passionate about time management or work life balance, you know, that could be like a consistent thing that you write about throughout or, or looking through your analytics and finding like, what are other people reading my blog and looking at, and then taking it from there using a different spin off of like some of the topics that were really popular on your blog and then going from there. So you were pursuing your passion, you were blogging, you were enjoying this, and then you start making money. How do you go about that? You, you expected to make money? Is this something that came to you? How did it happen? So I didn't really realize that I could make money at first <laughs> until I started joining Facebook groups that were specific for mom bloggers. And I realized that other people were making money and I was like, how do I do this? I want to do this. Like I want to make money too, or I want to see a free products. And that was cool. Uh, so, you know, it's really about just like reaching out to companies and that was how I got started. And then I found out about influencer networks and then I applied to those and um, it started off with free product, which was awesome because it was things that I wanted to get. And then eventually it was like, okay, I'm good with products. I don't, I don't really need any more products. So I wanted to make money as well for all the work that I was doing. Uh, sometimes, you know, companies will ask for like long blog um, posts and different and like four or five Instagram posts. And, you know, to do all that work for free is, is a lot. And I just literally didn't have the time for that anymore. So I'm like, well, you know, by talking with other people in blogs in the blogging groups, I was able to figure out like, this is kind of a starting point for how much people I should ask for people to pay me. And it's not an easy thing to go and say, well, you can send me the product and you can pay me. <laughs> yeah. You know, have to have a certain sort of confidence to do that. I mean, it's, it's not an easy, it's like an awkward conversation and you like feel weird about doing it. But you know, at the same time, they're asking for a specific amount of things and you know it takes you time to do it like you have to take pictures you have to edit you have to create content and then they have to approve it I mean it could go back and forth for like a few weeks and it's a lot of time that some people just don't you know you just don't have and it should be like you know you're doing a job so people should be paying you to be doing that job so absolutely and so Okay, you have all these requirements or do all these blogs. What happened when you don't like the product? So, um, so that's tough. <laughs> I never give like a bad review. So if I, because I just think it's bad for business, like, you know, I would, you know, if someone didn't, if I sent a product to someone and they didn't like it, I would prefer them to come and say, hey, I didn't really like this product. So 
and then talk to me about it instead of giving me a bad review. Because maybe what works, something I don't like is not something that someone else won't like. So I had an experience where I didn't like a shirt that someone sent me. And I told them, I said, hey, it just didn't look good on me. Like, I don't know if I want to post the pictures because one, it, make, it doesn't make me look good. Like, it's not flattering. And I don't want to post it and show like other people a shirt that doesn't look flattering on me. That's yours. Cause like it could look good on somebody else. And I just, and they were like, that's, that's cool. That's fine. You don't need to post that. It doesn't matter. We'll send you a different shirt. And they did. And you know, it's just that conversation of having the communication about it because you know, I, I completely understand that, you know, it's their business too. And you know, I, I wouldn't do anything to like harm their business and I wouldn't want them to do anything to harm mine because, um, you know, that's just a good business tactic. And I would say for people who don't, like the products that the people are sending you, like one, either send it back, don't write about it, or just, you know, tell them like, Hey, this is what I didn't like about this product. And like, you know, maybe it's a good feedback for these companies because maybe they don't know. Maybe people have never told them. So. Yeah, absolutely. So how do you think people find it? Your blog? How do they find you? So I, um, I try to do a lot of social media, um, you know, communication between <clears throat> Facebook and Instagram and Pinterest. And I'm, I'm all out there a lot. So I try to be, you know, involved in, in as many things as I can getting my blog's name out there. I have a few articles that have made it pretty high on, on Google. So that's really helpful. Uh, <clears throat> and spending some time on those articles that do have a lot of traffic coming in that helps, you know, people find my blog and you know, adding in internal links to help them, you know, once they're there, once you get them there, you want them to stay. So you want to make sure that they're going back to other pages. Um, so it's kind of like a, you know, you kind of need to see like, where are people finding you from? So are they finding you from Pinterest? Are they, you know, doing a, a search engine search? Or are they, you know, finding you from social media? And then you got to take that aspect and then work from there and say, okay, I'm going to put more time towards Pinterest because I know that people are seeing my stuff on Pinterest. Uh, so, you know, that's kind of how I look at it. Like I take my top blog posts and I add a lot of internal links to try to get them to stay longer. And, you know, as long as the links aren't just random links then they're actually related to the post. So I would say from that and also from being involved in all the different Facebook groups and Instagram groups that I'm in. So we can say at this point, you're an influencer. Mm -hmm. and that you try product for other people you write your blogs but this didn't happen overnight so many people want to get where you are right now but it takes work and it takes time yeah how so, long did it take you to get here so i would say this is like my third year of blogging and i would say the first like i was maybe my fourth year i think this is my fourth year so i say the first two years like i didn't make any money and, you know, it was hard to be like, let me keep doing this uh, because you just, you know, you kind of get like burnt out because you're, you know, you're doing something that you like, but at the same time, it takes a lot of time and it takes a lot of effort. And you're like, not that you're not getting anything from it, but at the same time, you're not getting anything from it. Like you're not benefiting from it in any way, just because you're writing like you're, I mean, that's cool and everything, but if your end goal is to make money, then and you're not making money, you can get burnt out. So it took at least two years of building content and creating my How blog. How did, uh, did you put content online? 
So I was doing every like other day, every two days. Uh, and eventually I started asking people for like guest posts because I wanted, it was taking me too long to write content and I wanted to write good content. So I couldn't put it out as easily. So I had taken on some guest bloggers um, as long as the, to the topics were related to what I wanted on my blog. And I got a good amount coming in that like I could schedule out, you know, maybe every day, if not every other day, because in order to move up in the blogging world, you had to be consistent. And, you know, I couldn't just do like one blog post a week because that just wasn't, it just wasn't, I don't know how people do it and get one blog post a week and make like tons of money and have millions of followers. And so it's well, just maybe it's over time and maybe you find out. Um, I have one last question to ask you. Sure. And I know you are a lot online and you have all these communications. Did you ever were part of like a fight online? <laughs> an argument? Um, I try to not be a part of arguments online because they can just, because sometimes you never know if they're actual person. Yeah. Or if they're like an online troll that is there to like make arguments. Um, but I've definitely had conversations with people that were tough about like, so being a, uh, running a Facebook group, you have to kind of say, you know, you're not, so there's like things called threads and people will post their links and you have to kind of be like, you know, you need to participate because everyone needs to grow here. And if you're not participating, then either you can leave or not. <laughs> so, you know, so that's kind of like a tough conversation that I've had to have. Um, I've had conversations with some influencer uh, companies that have been on different um, websites that are influencer websites where they don't agree with some of my pricing or they don't think that they should pay me to do the work. Um, and you know, I've, I've only really had one person that was really, really rude about how they wanted to go about it. And, you know, I would try to do my best to just be respectful and be like, that's your opinion. And you know, then we don't need to work together. And that's, and that's, it, it is what it is. Um, so, I mean, there's definitely times when there's things out there and you can't take it personally because sometimes being on the other end of the influencing part, they don't understand that it actually takes time for you to create this content, you know, and they don't feel that if you only have like a thousand followers that they should be paying you to do anything, you know, sending their product is enough. And sometimes it's really difficult for people to understand and it comes out in an argument or a nasty comment and, you know, it, it can be discouraging for influence. So you need to learn how to market yourself and know your worth and right. learn to say no. Exactly. Because you don't have to say yes for everything. And um, knowing your worth is very important. Thank you so much, Jennifer. It was great having you. And I think a lot of our audience will be thrilled to get all this information. Uh, I hope that you can join us again soon. And because we have a lot more to talk. Awesome. Thank you for having me. It was so good to have you here today. See you next time. Catch you on the flip side. Ciao, ciao.